1: Megan and Suzanne on the new and amazing Inspired Choices Network.
2: Oh, holla. <laughs> <laughs> holla holla. Whoop whoop holla. <laughs> So yes, I'm. We've been talking about adventurous living all month. So if you have not joined us in January for adventurous living, then go to our archives page on Inspired Choices Network and click. On the archives and see what shows we've been doing because they've they've actually been really fun and awesome. Um And today I am very excited about talking about our topic today, which is about risk. And we're calling it the gateway to adventure. And it's the gateway I, drug. <laughs> it is the gateway drug. Yes. So it's building the gateway it. Drug. It is building an adventurous life it really requires change it requires changing what we're doing on a day-to-day basis like the mundane the automatic and with change comes risk and that is because our brains like to see change as a risk right it's like a change is a threat to um to our survival according to our brain so um the idea of risk for most people feels really kind of uncomfortable. But today we're going to attempt to change that, aren't we, darling?
1: Of course we are, sweetie. That's what we do. That's how we roll. We change it yes. up.
2: Go. Yes. yes. exactly. So because in truth, I think this is uh most people who have had any kind of experience with actually risking Like the fear is that you're going to fall flat, but more often than not, it really allows you to soar. It creates a excitement and a spontaneity and an energy that feels so good. So it's something that we're resisting. This whole change thing is actually, in a way, very relevant to having a very happy, happy life. Well, yes, because one as most of us are creatures
1: of habit, and mm-hmm. one of the reasons for that is that um, number one, that's how our brain is designed. It's like it forms habits to to save us time, and mm-hmm. you know, so it's good to not have to like figure out how to brush your teeth every day. You know, that <laughs> that's, that's yeah. good news, right? But. um It also works against us in that a lot of us have developed habits to actually avoid change because when we were growing up, change meant um, havoc. It meant sometimes pain. It meant sometimes abuse. It meant our parents divorcing. Sometimes it meant, um, you know, everything was great. And then my brother Johnny died and our whole family like went to hell in a handbasket, you know, and it's like, so we have these interesting moments where change was painful. And this is not even um, a conscious uh, process, but what our brain does in trauma is it literally takes a picture of everything that is occurring. And what it does is it says, okay, nothing that even resembles this can ever happen again. So whatever we have to do to make sure that doesn't happen, we got to do it. Mm -hmm. And one Mm -hmm. of the things is that oftentimes there was sort of this, random element that came in and changed it up. So then we, we create lives of routine to make sure no random elements show up. Hmm. Yeah. And so every – so, like, let's do a little bit of clearing just as I'm talking because I can kind of feel the energy uh, of uh, the people. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so um, all the decisions you made about spontaneity and change – and something new being cataclysmic and painful. Everywhere you've go lumped those two energies together, will you one, create and destroy them, please?
2: Yes.
1: Thanks, yes, girl. Right, wrong, good, bad, mm-hmm. pot of pock all nine, boys, shorts, and beyond. So for those of you who haven't heard that funny statement before, um, it is the clearing statement from AccessConsciousness.com, and what it does is it takes you to the source of... um where you actually instituted a pattern and it begins to undo it and sometimes in in entirety. It's a beautiful thing. You don't have to understand it for it to work and we will use this on the radio show from time to time. So, so most of us have these lives of routine and in that routine, there is almost nothing new that can come in. So we want change, we desire change. The, the being us is here to change and grow the the survival part of our human brain the amygdala the what we call the i affectionately call the croc brain is doing everything mm-hmm. in its freaking power to make sure change doesn't happen thus mm-hmm. this is why change seems to be kind of dicey for most of us because there's these two opposing forces constantly and what we're going to do today is we're going to open the door we're going to open the space for um for something new for you to actually start feeling risk as something to seek after that it is enjoyable and it feels good to you instead of so scary and, and so something that you
2: have to resist. So it's a tall order, babes, but I think we can do it. I know because secretly when you feel so, 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 so scared of something, um like there's actually a lot of excitement there and there's a lot of actually like juicy goodness there so if you can reframe how you see the fear and how you see the risk then um there's there's all kinds of like aliveness i would say there's an energy of aliveness in all of this when you're on your edge when you are feeling fear and you're risking something, even some, even small things, it's, it, it's really, um, there's a lot of juice and enjoyment there. I haven't known somebody who has risks, right? Like where, you know, even just, um, normal ones that you hear about, right? Like, oh, I'm going to run a 5K and I've never run that before. Or, you know, we have, um, magic school. Um, the magic of chaos that we're facilitating right now for the next three months. And we have like 33 people in our magic school, which is awesome. And in our Facebook two more group, two more just two more joined, th- holy three shite, up 35, 35 oh, no. people in our, in our magic school. <laughs> it's awesome every day. Um, but like in our private Facebook group, you know, they're like posting a video of them dancing. You know, they're posting a video of them doing handstands like they're and this is like all organic. We're not asking them to do this, but it's like they're risking, you know, they're posting um, something that feels risky to them um, in this group that that is a safety net. And it's been so amazing and inspiring um to watch this organically happen where people are showing up as themselves and risking, you know, with like making themselves visible and how exciting that is and how um empowering and alive that feels, you know? So that's kind of what we're talking about. Like, you know, when you think risk, I think some people think of like big, big, big change, you know, like, um, whatever i'm gonna risk a career change or whatever which is also part of it but we're talking about everyday adventure and how can you Mm -hmm. do those small risks those lean into that fear and do it anyway so maybe this Mm -hmm. would be a good time to talk about the four percent thing yeah Mm -hmm.
1: yeah and i want to just add one thing to what you said hon which is that um by building that muscle of daily risk what happens is that the big risks become less scary and so we just mm-hmm. move into because we're used to kind of pushing that edge of um changing things up and doing different things like even for for instance well let me let me go into this so there is an awesome book that came out a couple of years ago and this the data and the science behind this is growing huge like it wasn't actually like only the crazy people seeking out new things a couple years ago read this book but it's becoming a phenomenon because all there's so much data to support this and it's called the rise of superman and it's all about peak performance and it's about flow states and flow states you know for those of you who might not know it's like um we have most associated that with athletes or mm-hmm. highly spiritual people. So like athletes, they get into this state where you probably heard like the ball slows down and they can't miss it if they tried and you know, all of that. And um in um also in like spiritual elated states that we hear from like the sort of spiritual people from the past of like um these states of bliss. Um mm-hmm. and like through
2: meditation. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like people get into yeah. flow states with meditation, right.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. And what they discovered, well, the question was, and it's really cool because basically risk starts with a question, people. (laughs) It's no more scary than that. Ask a different question and you open up different possibilities and you open up the opportunity to choose something new, to risk something differently in your world. So the people asked the question, like, why can't we, can we, is that a place in the brain that we can access um, consistently if you're not a professional athlete, if you're not a yogi sitting up on the top of the mountain, like, is mm-hmm. this a place that you can access? And what they discovered was, and they they studied all these athletes, these high extreme athletes, like they noticed that there was this group of athletes from like the 70s, well, they came in in the late 70s, um, early 80s, but even ne- more so now, these kids, they would hit these flow states and they were having huge leaps in their abilities, beyond what their sort of um, predecessors, like for instance, there was this period of 10 years where the athletic ability grew like 200%, and it hadn't grown that much in the previous 200 years, but in this particular decade, it did, and they studied these kids, and what happened was, is that these kids were the children of extreme athletes, and so from the time they were little tiny, they were actually being put into flow states because they were just hanging out with daddy and mommy. And so, mm. um, so when we get into flow states, the, we can, our learning capacity increases literally 200%, which is like fucking cool pardon the French and so but what they discovered was that it actually was not these big it wasn't that they were making these huge giant risks it was that every day they were consistently going literally just four percent beyond where they'd gone the day before and Mm -hmm. actually that's where the body and the brain actually develop and accelerate the most so like people who are doing things like um really 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 risky stuff like um let's say that you have you have never um jumped off of anything and you go and you jump off a 1000 foot cliff like that's what we call like diminishing returns if the risk is too high it it engages too much of the fight or flight system and the body will shut down the, the learning system that is the benefit that happens through risk shuts down mm-hmm. so and if you just if you don't risk enough, then there's no movement either. If it's just a one percent risk, it's not actually it it is useful because any risk it opens the door. But in terms of peak performance and actually accessing these big learning aha state, they have discovered that it's about four percent.
2: And mm-hmm. so it's really it's actually quite scientific, right? It's it's, it's actually really quite Did you scientific. Hear all the science. My Mm -hmm. goodness! I don't Mm -hmm. think I've ever talked much science on this show. I don't think you it. I really don't. I think that that's the most scientific I've ever heard you, darling. (laughs) <laughs> but how awesome is that? It's like what Keisha said in the chat room. That it's pretty phenomenal that it only takes 4% to actually open up into that flow state to get those amazing returns. We think when we're talking about risk that it's like, oh, well, I've got to risk 25%. I've got to risk big, you know, in order to get the reward, high risk, high reward. And that's what's so cool about this science is that there is this medium Um, place, this 4% that actually opens you up to the the best rewards to the flow state. Mm -hmm. So it really makes it so much more doable to think, oh, in this moment, what would be my 4% jump? What would be my 4% risk around this? You know, mm-hmm. And if you actually asked yourself that question, if you were going to take on this idea of risking more so that you could create your own adventurous life, would you be willing to ask that on a day-to-day basis or in a situation like if I was bringing 4% of me, more of me to this present moment, what would I choose? How would I show up? What action would I take? Mhm. How cool is mm-hmm. that which mm-hmm. you know we've we've played this game before you and I. Mhm. And we've had had some of our clients play this game before. It's mm-hmm. a very very fun game.
1: And you know what's really beautiful about it is you don't have to intellectually know what 4% is. I remember when I was very first reading the material and playing with it and like listening to the um you know listening to some of the work around it. And I was like, well, what's 4%? How do I know if I just got in my whole head about it? And I find that people do that. I have a technique that I'm actually, that I use in coaching that I'm going to share for our listeners today, a little exercise that's really powerful. Um, but it it has to do with uh, talking, you know, moving 4%, moving the dial over 4%. And people get so in their head about it. But through the advent of access and asking questions, I know that I just have to ask. You know, mm. what, you know, hey, universe, show me my 4% today and let it go mm. and see what shows up and see what comes into your space. Okay, so and this is where, um, uh, so there's the question, right? It's like, hey, universe, show me what my 4% is. And then that needs to be followed by what I call saying yes, saying yes to life. Saying yes to whatever comes in because you have to know that even it, even and especially because it probably won't meet your pitchers. What comes in that day that that's the invitation that whatever's coming in that day is the invitation for the 4%, and it just is a game, which is really, really cool.
2: And, well, and, um, that's, and that's actually what makes risk fun. I mean, in our copy today, in our show, we promised that we would give you a tool to help you see that risk is fun. And this is the tool. This is one of the a really, really awesome tool. So you may not want to pay attention and you may not want to try this out, you know, at all. If you don't, you know, if you really don't want to have any more adventure in your life. Just saying.
1: Mm -hmm. Exactly. Now, one of the signature questions in Access Consciousness, um, and that's where we took the clearing statement from earlier, is, uh, and I love this, and I I probably remember to ask this a couple of times a week, and when I do, it really opens the space up, which is, um, hey, universe, um, who am I today, and what grand and glorious adventure can I have? Mm-hmm. Um, and I love the who am I today because in terms of chi- of the 4%, it, what we're really looking at on a daily basis is letting go of identity because when you mm-hmm. actually do something you've never done before, then your identity called I can't do that chi- begins to change. And for most of us, probably 90% of our identity is based on what we can't be, what we can't do, what we're not. Mm-hmm. And so by actually leaning in and going, okay, 4% risk, you we actually begin to shed the skins of mediocrity, the skins of limitation, and we begin to actually step into our being and to really like, oh, cool, like like life becomes an adventure. If your life is boring, it's because you are sitting in an old identity of you that is completely false. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so the moral of the story is don't be boring
2: (laughs) and with that we're going to go on break (laughs) you are listening to love life and all things weird and we'll be back in a minute stay tuned we'll see you real soon
0: are you looking for a place to create connect and belong where you have massive encouragement to be the weird live outside the box person you truly are Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Sillitoe and Suzanne Stopper. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at InspiredChoicesNetwork. You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group weird on the air with megan and suzanne now back to the program
2: welcome back everybody and thanks for not being boring and joining us today (laughs) on love life and all things weird Mm-hmm. Um, we're talking about not being boring. Who really wants to be boring? Nobody wants to be boring. You, everybody, I like when even the word adventure just has so much energy in it, who doesn't want more adventure in their life? Even if they generally don't want to like travel, the, maybe they don't want to travel the world or something like that. But to have more excitement, more adventure in their life, who doesn't want that, right? And yet so much of our lives are surrounded around doing the same things. Every day, so I think this topic of risk and um, really leaning into that four percent is such a great reminder to live on the edge and that you are at choice in creating more adventure in your life.
1: Hmm.
2: Yes. You know, I. You know, it's interesting
1: because I was on a call the other day. Um, and it was um, Simone Millicis in Access Consciousness, and she's the Joy of Business creator, uh, was talking about the adventure of being you. And there was a woman on there that actually hated the idea of adventure, hated mm-hmm. the word, hated everything about it. So I think there are people that have had enough sort of pain or whatever that they are actually adventure adverse as well. And, you mm-hmm. know, so... So let's do a little bit of clearing or even around the word adventure. How about that? So mm-hmm. everywhere you've misidentified and misapplied the word adventure, everything you've defined it as that it isn't, everywhere you think everyone else has a more adventurous life than you, and then you're just <laughs> lame. Can we uncreate and destroy and, and boring. Can we uncreate and destroy that, please? Yes, please. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyonds cool. So yeah, so I think you're right, hon. I think most people would say that they would like more adventure, they would like a more adventurous life. I think that's actually true. And so we have to look at, okay, so basically, if you're saying you want an adventurous life, and you continue to do the same things all the time, then mm-hmm. that is what I call a conflicting contextual reality. <laughs> Meaning that, you know, it's kind of like a double bind, like it's like, okay, I want to do this, but there's something. There's something in you that feels that's blocking it. And, and so, what happens is there's kind of no movement. And one of the biggest things, and we were talking about this earlier, was that um, there is in our bodies, fear and excitement feel exactly the same. The sensations of fear and the sensations of excitement are the same sen- sen- sensations.
2: So, for most of us. <laughs> Say that like five more times. Se- no, sensation, <laughs> sensation, Sen- sensation,
1: sensation, sensation. Certainly, certainly, I will say that again. The sensations
2: are, are, are scrumptious. So, I wish um, you had a lisp. I wish you had a lisp with an S right now. <laughs> you see, Really? Certainly. <laughs> certainly. So, so, um,
1: the, because the sensations are the same, we 99% of the time we misidentify and misapply. So there most of the time when we're actually excited, we think we're scared and scared means put on the brakes. Mm -hmm. So that's a lot of what's happening and why we actually get stuck in our routines and we get stuck in that sort of ordinary place is that we actually think we're feeling fear when we're actually feeling excitement. And, um, a very famous, um, psychologist fritz pearl said fear is excitement without the breath Mm -hmm. fear is excitement without the breath and so when you um actually so if you're thinking about let's say you want to go to spain you've always wanted to go to spain okay and so like you put that on your on your list for this year i i I don't know how i'm going to do it but i'm going to go to spain this year right and so like and you notice that you feel really like happy and excited and you wake up tomorrow and you go, <gasps> right?
2: How am I going to do that? That's going to cost so much money. I don't know what I'm supposed to do with the kids. I don't think that's ever going to happen. Why would I ever think I wanted that?
1: <laughs> Sweetie, that was really good. You know, I wake up some mornings with those kinds of thoughts. <laughs>
3: I know all of a
2: sudden your brain starts going on like hyper hyper stuff right like this this happens a lot I think for budding entrepreneurs and um coaches and healers and metaphysical um energy workers that are putting themselves out there like this last week I launched my true psychic hotline um where I support people in asking questions of me they can email me and um and get my insight and my intuition downloaded into their inbox. And this is a program that I've never done before. I've never actually put myself out there as a psychic specifically, I would say. Um, and so in, um, in launching the True Psychic Hotline and sending that out to my list, um I noticed that when I knew it was sent when we had our tech person send it I had all this energy in my body all of this fear all of this like ooh you know is anybody going to like this it's kind of like you make your mud pie and then you put it out into the world and it's scary because it's just like is there is anybody going to want this is anybody going to like this is anybody are they going to judge me are they going to whatever like all those fears um all of those thoughts um so i see this a lot with um with coaches and with other metaphysicals that they're that their offerings that them even talking about what they do feels super super scary and so and yet right like um putting myself out there is also very, very exciting because it's me stepping into more of my purpose. Um, it's me actually saying, Hey, like I'm putting my little flag out and I'm saying, Hey, I want to show up and support all of you in your life and in creating an awesome life. So even though there's a lot of fear and a lot of like mind um, chatter it's also a a gateway to me showing up as more of me and that feels very adventurous.
1: Mhm. Well, and there's also like so in this in this flow state um work, they talk about how that that going over that edge 4%, right? And like that there's actually we have these moments of experiencing this like bliss state like, I used to have this experience before I would speak um, for, you know, in front of a, a room or uh, whatever, like an, some new audience, and I would be have this terror, right, in my body, what I thought was terror. And mm-hmm. literally, there was one time I was speaking, I was replacing the minister at this congregation. There was like 400 people in the room. It was the biggest audience I'd, I had had up until that point. And I literally, my mouth was dried shut before I before I spoke I was like oh crap and um but within a few minutes i don't know maybe it was 5 to 7 minutes something like that all of that what i had called terror or fear had turned to passion and all, I was able to take my energy and pl- and throw it to the back of the room and engage the whole entire audience like I was on fire that day. I was walking up and down the aisles. I was preaching to the people. You know, I I must have tapped into a former life of being a preacher that day. But like what I I really got that day that 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 what I had been calling fear was actually this energy that was building so that I could emit my capacities in such a way that it would really um create a dynamic change in the space, right, mm-hmm. so how much of how much do you get scared when it really is your capacity like for you with a psychic hotline, like you know like like I don't blow smoke up people's butt, but Suzanne is like the craziest most amazing psychic on this planet like she's one of the clearest channels i've ever seen in my whole life i people i can get away with nothing like nothing (laughs) it is like try to plan a surprise party for my god you know like (laughs) but it's like you're putting this out there and there's all these like oh my gosh like You know, for a lot of us, we've had lifetimes of bringing our capacities forward and being killed for it. And so there's all these sort of energetic constructs that we're kind of running around with. But actually risking for that and putting that out, that's one of the things that really truly creates the flow states that have the power to transform and change everything. Because if you're in comfort, your Mm -hmm. energy is contained in a way that is not as dynamic and does not create the same amount of change.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Consciousness was never meant to be comfortable, boys and girls. Everybody joined consciousness because they thought, oh, my life will be easy, and I'll have the cars and the houses, and it won't be great. You know? No, consciousness at- requires us to be on the edge constantly. Mm-hmm. To be mm-hmm. like challenging ourselves, to be letting go of limitations constantly. But if we're always fighting that, then we're always going to feel like there's the one step forward, two steps back thing going on in our life. So one of the greatest things you can do when you when you want to do something and you feel that shutdown energy, to ask yourself, is this fear or excitement? And and mm-hmm. if so, if it's excitement, ha! Ah, hey universe, what's my four percent more today? And to, whether that's in your business, you know, whether that's with your body, whether that's in relationship, what if you, that was the other thing is that different, risking in any area creates flow states in that area. So guess what the risks are in intimacy? It's mm-hmm. vulnerability. It's mm-hmm. bringing your barriers down. It's saying that thing you're so scared to say, you know, to the people in your life. It's being transparent. And when you and a lot of us have been in workshops and things like that, where we were actually got to that place where we were transparent with another person, and that's actually the reason that for some of the the workshop environment creates flow states because it's actually asking you to risk, and it, mm-hmm. in a safe way. And so a lot more people will go on for the ride because it's not sort of their real life kind of a thing. But if we don't Mm -hmm. learn how to actually do that in our real life too, then we're kind of missing the boat. But if a lot of us have experienced workshops where we get into those flow states because of the emotional risking we're doing. Mm
2: -hmm. Yes, and I, I... I feel like that there's so much to be learned. I learned so much in relationship and this idea of risking in relationship and that risking often looks like vulnerability in relationship is so true for me and so true for the clients that I coach around this. Um, It's like, you know, there's times I know I've had where I know I want to say something, and it is, like, literally, it feels like it's stuck in my body because it feels so vulnerable to say it. It feels like, you know, it, it almost feels like a life and death type of, of feeling in a way in that moment because, like, what if I'm not received? What if in my most vulnerable moment I risk and I'm shut down, you know? So there, like, it, there have been times I think this is true for Megan, too, but I'll speak for myself, where we'll be like having a a really intense, challenging conversation um, about an issue or something. And I will literally have something going through my head that I want to say, and it takes me like five minutes to say it. You know, because I keep, there's a part of me that's saying, no, 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 no. You can't say that. Don't say that. It's going to be terrible if you say that. And then there's the other part of me that's like, no, I really want to say this. This is really important. So, um, So, and what I would say is that every time, every time I risk, I'm courageous, I lean in and I say that and i actually bring myself to sharing something that feels really really raw and vulnerable it always pays off it always pays off for me and also oftentimes it brings our relationship to an intimacy and to a connection that um i haven't felt before so it it it's it really is an amazing feeling and amazing intimacy that can be created. And, you know, that's just in relationship. You know, think about risking with your body, like, you know, times where I'm asking my body, can we do 4% more? You know, what would that look like when I'm working out and I'm like, push myself into, you know, that really good, like, challenging, but awesome space, you know, and my body feels free. My body feels amazing because I've risked that 4% with my body,
1: Mm -hmm. right? And one one of the things that's super important is we have to risk without attachment of result. So if you're going to risk emotionally with somebody, you cannot have an attachment to the result. Of course, we might have a preference that they receive our communication, but we have to risk for us, for the value of risking, for the stretch, because we know that's what—that's actually what's going to create more for us and create greater for us. And so that also helps the process. If you risk for um, a result, it doesn't kind of go the same way.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Wouldn't you say, babe? Well,
2: it, yeah. I mean, I would say that you risk for you regardless of what shows up that that's where the true juice is. You know, it's like me saying whatever I say. Sure, if you receive it, that's awesome. Um, but the real juice comes in me actually just being able to say it. Yep.
1: Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, one of the things that um that I'm going to talk about when we come back from break here is that um something that I I learned from a very good an awesome mentor, creativity and speaking mentor of mine is to actually live life as though it isn't an an improv because it is, right? And this is a way to play with the 4%. And if you think about it, like, you know, like Suzanne and I went uh, to the gym last night and we went swimming and all of this. And we totally had this amazing, fun experience in the hot tub with this guy that was just this, like, so friendly, and he, like, we told him our whole life story, and we met all these other people in the hot tub, and we got their life story, and it's like, you just never know what's going to happen. Like, we don't even know what's going to happen on this show, moment to moment. Mm -hmm. Life Mm -hmm. actually is an improv, and when you get that, when you get that nothing is solid, and nothing is routine, and actually, you really, the only thing we can really count on is the sun. Like, seems to be pretty consistent so far, right? It's like, for the most part, we're making it up as we go along anyway. So why not have fun with it? And so there are specific rules, like for like when people get trained in improv, there's certain rules that actually allow them to be as fun and in the moment as they are. And we're going to share some of those so that your life can be a little bit more um, on the edge of improv. When we come back, to love life and all things weird.
0: Boo! Are you looking for a place to create, connect and belong where you have massive encouragement to be the weird, live outside the box person you truly are? If you've chosen a different path as a rebel, an innovator, a leader, entrepreneur and change maker, you're in the right place. On Love Life and All Things Weird, Megan and Suzanne bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation and full permission to be you. Claim your weird and live your most ridiculous life. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com.
3: What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness the Bars. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a Bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life?
0: This is Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stopper. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today let's find some answers if you're in the u.s call 815-880-8255 in canada call 613-800-8736 or skype us at inspired choices network you can also ask questions or leave comments in our facebook group weird on the air with megan and suzanne now back to the program
1: Welcome. Are you back going to welcome to lo- them back? <laughs> I, <laughs> I was waiting for you, darling. But oh, then me, when you I didn't know. go, I was going to go, so I was on it. Welcome back to Love this, Life and All Things world. Weird with Megan and Suzanne.
2: <laughs> yes, welcome back, everybody. Thanks for coming back. Yes. What would you like to say now, Megan?
1: I <laughs> would like to say that I just want to actually do a little bit of, of sharing with the people where I'm going to be. And I have this really, speaking of a risk, I've been like trying these new um, little techie things out to kind of help me um, uh, share with people what I'm doing and where I'm going and free things that I have going on and stuff like that. So um, my ninja tech guy, Casey, created this really fun thing So if you guys text the word magical to the number 31996, you will get my genius books for free as well as an invitation to my possibility play, which is a free text group where I add risk challenging questions I actually do little challenges that actually create risk for people as well or you know create an environment of risk for people and they come five or six times a week and they are they're super fun I have over 200 people in the group and people love these things and there's no group threads it's just like a little reminder in your um messaging in your messages to um, challenge you to open up your thinking in some way so if you again if you tap text the word magical to 31996 you will get free books and an invitation uh, a link so that you can join possibility play is the name of that text group Um, and all of that is
2: free right all of that so like a free resource that you provide and it's three three one nine nine six uh-huh. Is that what you said? And then you, Yeah, that's what it and is. And then you text the word magical. I'm going to do it. <laughs> do it. You're going to do it. I'm uh-huh. going to do it and see if it works. Because mm-hmm. I like new technical stuff.
3: Uh-huh.
2: Oh, my gosh, how awesome. And then it says reply with your email address for the gifts. We promised you.
3: How uh-huh. fun is
2: that? Right? I didn't that was happening today. I didn't know this was happening today. This is so fun. We've been um, working with our tech ninja to do fun mm-hmm. things. You have right. That's mm-hmm. what it looks like right now. So then I mm-hmm. then I text my email in, and uh-huh. then what happens? I'm so excited. This is an adventure.
1: Well, the only Gmail. problem with this might be that you your email is already in the system, so you I might actually I not know about actually. that. Oh, really? <laughs> well, let's see. So, what the next thing you should get is a is a is a
2: way to download my books. Woo woo! It that. says mm-hmm. it says thanks for being the magic you truly be.
1: I love uh-huh. this. This is Aren't so awesome. cute.
2: Yes, right. So you could do this even if you're listening to this show um on the replay. You can still do this yep. if you want. This is you thing, can text this is for Rosie's. Yeah, like it works anytime. You can text. Magical to 31996. And then you provide your email address and you get her audiobooks and you get to be on Possibility Play, which I have to say I get Possibility Play, um, which is just a text that comes like every day or every other day. And it's really just fun. It reminds me to be magical. It reminds me to, um, to be about possibility. It really helps me to just See a different point of view. And so even though I know it's coming from you, I love it. Um, Because (laughs) you're way more about. Yeah, even though. (laughs) like, And especially so, right? But you can kind of discount sometimes what your partner does, you know? Like I think sometimes Mm -hmm. it's kind of that like take advantage of who they are and what they Mm do. You know, not that I would ever admit that I do that. But anyways. (laughs) You forget that you live with a genius, darling? (laughs) You forget that you live with a freaking genius? I do live with a genius. No, what I do live with is someone who lives in possibility. And I don't always. And you, I swear, almost always do. And it's so, so, so fun. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So, 31996, and you text the word magical. Mm -hmm. How fun is? Yes. Cool. So, um, one other
1: thing... Um if ch- please check your promotion folders because if you haven't received anything um there's like a lot of different checks that our emails have now for like newsletters and things like that. So check your promotions folder if it doesn't come to you. Um a girl in the text room got an error and it may be that she's already she said she was already signed up. So it may say error if you've already signed up and you've already got my books and you're already on possibility play. So this is this is new and we're testing it. So thanks for your feedback. Um my my last thing is is that I am launching a new signature event this year that I'm calling free to be you and, um, there I am, uh, debuting it in Pinedale, Wyoming this weekend
3: of all (laughs)
1: fun, cold places to be. I'm so excited. And I just wanted to give people a little, like
2: little, little
1: be in your bonnet because that will be my first live event in Salt Lake City this year. Um, I believe it's the weekend of March 17th and, uh, my favorite holiday weekend of St. Patty's day. And, um, mm-hmm. that's going to be in Salt Lake city details to come forth with.
2: Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yes. Yay. And free to be party. you. It's the year of free to be you. And you're going to be taking it you. on the road. Cause you're doing yep, it in I'm Wyoming. Good. You're doing it in Salt Lake. we might be doing it in Texas. We're going to, you're going to go to Bolivia and yes. do it. Yes. Like it is it's the year. Excited. It is Woo! so exciting. It's the year of free to be you like this is just a whole bunch of awesomeness anyways but you were going to talk about improv darling so, I am. like something that's improv I really
1: am, and not just improv <laughs> so, <laughs> so the first rule of improv boys and girls is to say yes cuz mm-hmm. when you ask the question whatever it is what adventure what's my 4% whatever whatever is coming in is part of that our problem is is that something happens like okay we get a flat tire Okay, how could that be an adventure, right? And so it's like, all right, cool. This is my four percent. What, you know, how much fun can I have with this? Um, you know, how can I use this to my advantage so that you actually, and in the in the improv world. When somebody gives you a toss, they say something, even though it's like, and if, if any of you have ever done any improv work, and oh, by the way, the free to be you class in Salt Lake City will have some fun improv play in it because mm-hmm. it creates flow states. It actually mm-hmm. gets you into those, like, accelerated learning states. Um, so when somebody in the improv says, does something silly, like, says and what about the baby we just left on the bus or whatever like something nonsensical <laughs> you can't go well there're the baby's right here in the carriage it's not on the bus you don't do that in improv right you don't mm-hmm. kind of point out like what's the you actually say yes and it's like oh my gosh so who's in the who's in my fascinate here you know who's in my baby <laughs> carriage if the baby's on the bus so it's like you don't kind of in improv you don't argue with your fellow improvers you uh-huh. actually say yes to whatever they're bringing out and that's actually what creates the the, the hysterical laughter and the fun and uh-huh. what if we could do that in life what if we could say yes like that in life um mm-hmm. and to whatever was coming in like for instance like we, we When the, when the cute little gay guy started asking us our, our history, we could have went, okay, we're out, (laughs) but Mm -hmm. it was like. Last night in the hot tub. Yeah. Last night in the hot tub. It was so freaking fun. Right. And so like, and the thing is, is that most people get the power of yes, but it takes Mm -hmm. practice to learn how to not judge and how to not shut out things. And I wanted to actually let everybody know about another free resource It's called um, the Year of Living Yes, and it's being led by Jen Halterman, who is a um, follower. She's one of our listeners and a fellow coach, and also Jenny Burgess. And it's called um, Girl Talk Year of Yes, um, and it's based on a book called The Year of Yes by Shonda Rhimes. And um, you can just go to uh, Facebook groups Girl Talk Yes. And I believe we are putting the link in our chat room and it will be on the replay as well. So if you want to learn how to say yes and you want a group of people who are in that process of practicing yes, because that is one of the biggest keys to living an adventurous life is saying yes, saying yes to whatever mm-hmm. comes. Awesome. I love it. Do you, want to, do you want to know what some of the other improv rules are?
2: Yes, darling. In two minutes, how fast can you do it? How fast can you share? We're giving them so many tools and awesome resources today.
1: Um, Second rule of improv is don't prepare. Like We all think we have to know how to do something. And I'm, you in our visioning this weekend, you called me out because I was stuck in this whole how thing around my business. And you're like, you don't have to know how. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, she's like giving me my own speech back at me. I better listen. Right. But it's like the the preparing is thinking you have to know how. You just mm-hmm. got to show up, which is the next rule of improv. Just show up. Do You know, it's so crazy to me how many people want to do stuff and they just don't show up. They want a partner, but they don't show up to places where they might need a partner. They want to build a business, but they don't tell anybody what they're doing. Like, mm-hmm. you know, not. I would say 90% of life is showing up. Like, mm-hmm. if you can develop that tool to just show up, then you've got it. And there's actually about 15 rules of improv, but I think the saying yes, don't prepare and just show up are um, three of the most powerful. I would say the other one is actually purposely make mistakes. Learn how to jump into mistakes because as long as you're afraid of mistakes, you're not going anywhere either. So it's like everywhere you've decided there's such a thing as mistake, everywhere you are addicted to the joy of failure, can we uncreate and destroy <laughs> that place? Yes. <laughs> right, wrong, good, bad, pot talk, all nine boys, shorts and beyonds. Okay, babe, <laughs> how'd I do? That was
2: so good. That was so good. This is what we do every week. Actually, we say yes, we don't prepare, and we show up for our radio show. It's really, really, (laughs) and we purposely make mistakes all the time, and then laugh about them. And yeah, so come back (laughs) next week for more. (laughs) Yes, sometimes not
1: so purposely. We'll see you next week.